So, Kurt, picture this. I'm just finished my 10K jog, get back to my little apartment. I'm walking Humble. through the elevator, like the walkway to the elevator. And I'm just kind of like tossing my key up just for fun, like, you know, just for like, you know, good run, kind of tossing it maybe like five feet in the air. And then for some reason, I toss it like a good seven feet in the air. And it gets lodged right into this air vent, right? Like lodged, okay. like it's like 12 feet up now. This is yeah. in the elevator or walking up to the elevator? Walking up to the elevator. It's not in it, but like beside the elevator. Okay. And, you know, this the elevator door is open. Someone's getting in from the other side. They're kind of looking at me. I'm like, I'm in shock that my keys are, you know, like lost now. <laughs> so I can't get into my room to ask for help to get through my phone or something like that. So, I go to three different places, Kurt. I go to a climbing gym. I go to a restaurant, bad tattoo, and a coffee shop, Marmalade Cat, and asking for asking for ladders. Which one do you think helped me out out of those three? Um, marmalade. Yeah, that's good. Yes, yeah, they, they seem like ladder. It seems handy to have a ladder around there. Yeah, they're ladder people for sure. Yeah. So, Go over there, go to, no, first to go to Bad Tattoo, they don't have a ladder, not surprised. Go to the climbing gym across the street, they have ladders, but they specifically said that they hate me and they never want to see me again. Why? Yeah, they just hate my guts. I don't know. I hate, it's something about climbers, man. So they they weren't any help. And then, uh, yeah, Marmalade Cat saved the day, got the ladder, got up there. Some guy let me into the building, loved to see that lack of security and yeah you can and then i got my keys back happy ending do you not have to stand outside to get let in like for a while oh i I just like i saw some guy standing out there i'm like hey can you let me in he's like sure you know like if you're a guy with a ladder like you can get let in yeah i mean that's it all goes back to the whole like looking busy or looking like you're Mm -hmm. doing something so if you were empty-handed that's probably not gonna let you in yeah because you look suspect like what are you doing like your hands are empty (laughs) what are you going to walk out of there with Mm -hmm. but you have a ladder so you're actually adding to the building at that point yeah i'm totally adding value that how high was this Uh, 12 feet up in the air jeez yeah it was like a one in ten thousand shot to get this thing like right into (laughs) he just like uh, flinched and oh classic that is classic classic situation oh anyways bigger news battle of alberta is raging right now edmonton is currently up three to one in the best of seven series round two of the playoffs uh that's something that's raging yeah kurt's raging on the inside you could say (laughs) and uh yeah how else how you feeling do you think uh oilers are gonna bring it home yeah, I mean, last time we talked, I think I was pretty down on the Oilers, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking about getting uh, being emotionally shut off, like flicking. Yeah, that you were switch. just like numb. You it wasn't good. Yourself. It wasn't a good time. 
it wasn't a bad time though. Cause I, of course I was shut off. It was no good, no bad, mm. but now, now it's, I'm in a dangerous spot. I'm riding that high. I am emotionally turned on all the mm. way on. I'm cranked to 11. Um, if they blow this though, it's going to be horrible. It's going to be, it's going to do, it's going to have some disastrous effects on my mental health. But um, I, I'm feeling good. I'm hoping they close it. The game is on tonight. So this episode likely comes out uh, after the game, maybe if you're lucky during the game. But um, game's on tonight. We'll see what happens. I'm hoping they close it out. But even if they don't, I'm still uh, still thinking they take this one. I'm, But I, I definitely still am, of course, afraid they're going to choke away the 3-1 lead and lose in seven games. You know, if they do choke, uh, it's, it's got to be Mike Smith out there. You know, he's going to he's going to do something like it's just uh, hilarious to watch him yesterday at the game or two days ago. But he just <laughs> what likes, a goal. Yeah. Calgary scores across the ice and right after Smith kind of gave it away at the other end. And then he just kind of like just startled, just shook. He's just shook. He didn't see it. Didn't see it. They blended in at their Navy jerseys. Mm-hmm. It was yeah, it was one of the wildest goals I saw. I was I was definitely distraught and um I thought, oh, here we go. We've completed the choke job, but then we scored soon after and got the W. I don't know, but like Mike Smith, yeah. Um, I don't know if it would be because of Mike Smith. Like he he definitely could have some of those plays or get yanked again like he did in game one, but he wouldn't do it. I cannot see him doing it three games in a row. Mike Smith is, uh, he's hot and cold um usually he follows up a horrible game with a good game or and he actually does a usually a pretty good job of of even bouncing back after he gives the puck away or or lets in a goal like that he made some key stops after that uh, right bad goal mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it would be okay. a total team collapse okay still possible I, the way that mcdavid and dry are playing especially mcdavid um it's i'm just hoping if it comes to it he can just win a game on his own mm-hmm. just a one-man team out there yeah yeah i could see it i could see it you know personally rooting for calgary because i think they're the the more fun city between the two you know? i cannot get calgary fans i they're such an unlikable team like they're so, they're so gross edmonton fans have been characterized as the divorced dad energy right yeah like what kind of energy do you give the calgary flames fans i don't know they're just idiots they're like idiot mm. uh cowboy wannabes cowboy wannabes they're not like they didn't grow up on the florida georgia line like like myself right right but yeah. I don't go around stating that except just now. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're, they're just losers. Like you, I just get grossed out at the thought of, of anyone cheering for Calgary. I look at the, who's on their team. I look at everything about the organization. It just grosses me out. It's creepy. Gives you the shivers. eh? Yeah. It's, it's, it's just ugh. Ugh. like even the, even the Leafs and Habs and stuff, I can at least understand the flames. I just, don't do not get it's just like something i'll never understand mm. mm-hmm. spoken like a true oilers fan my man. yeah <laughs> yeah uh, did you see uh in that last game when mike smith got pulled for con- concussion protocol yeah did you see the the clips that came out at the wwe mashup 
Oh, no, I didn't. Oh, so good. It was so good. Like they put in like the Stone Cold Steve Austin intro because um, they Oilers. So Mike Smith gets kicked out of the game or pulled out of the game because he got ran over by Milan Lucic. And so they have a concussion spotter. They pull him out to check on him. He comes back in, uh, I don't know, 10, 5, 10 minutes later. The Oilers call a timeout so you can have this grand entrance. And they show him like walking down the hall. And the fans are on their feet and cheering as he's walking down the hall and then gets back on the ice. But then people took that and put in like wrestling intro sounds in it. Oh, so it's God, like yeah. broken glass. And then you hear the announcers, wow, like <laughs> that Stone Cold's music and, and everything. And then it, oh, it's just, it's perfect. It was totally like a wrestling intro. Yeah. Oh, God, that fires me up. <laughs> Yeah, I'll, I'll have to check that out for sure. Mike Smith kind of looks like The Undertaker with his long hair. Yeah, I could see it for sure. He could be a wrestler. He's a big guy. Oh, Kurt, we got to talk about the guy, the the intermission guy with that goddamn smile, you know? Oh, I got lots to talk about, yeah. Yeah, lots to talk about. Do we know like who this person is oh. or why he pisses us off so much? I'm pretty sure it like probably has a name title mm. card on the screen and i've just ignored it yeah um no like okay so for me it's not it's not even a personal attack on this man although he is bald um mm. he does it's like what are you doing on tv here yeah but, bald guys uh, on tv like <laughs> <laughs> but it all comes down to the the amount of betting advertisements in the sports world nowadays right it's everywhere it's all over my tv it's all over my podcast i can't stand it they do it at every intermission this bald guy and and cabbie uh, is cabbie his real name i don't know i never really liked cabbie because i didn't really understand what his gig was with tsn mm-hmm. he just kind of seems to hang around but they come in and they talk about the the betting odds who's gonna win a face-off who's gonna win the game like get that off my screen like just show clips from the other games, analyze the game. I don't want to talk about all this gambling bullshit. And then they, it's like every network. And then you'll even have tickers that come up during the play. But the worst is they, every network has their own betting segment of the intermission. And I just, I never watch it. I, I turn it off or I turn on the other game or, or turn on my own podcast and listen to that, listen to myself talk, but it's brutal. I mean, and then, and then I get into my hockey podcast and there's one in particular It's that they have their own betting segment. Oh, just, it's painful to sit through. I have to skip it. Uh, at least there I can like skip it, but it's, it's too much. Get this betting shit out of the game. Yeah. That was a good rant. If I ever heard one. Yeah. I, mean, I, I was Kurt, where, fed, and fed up. Where was this a year ago or three years ago, five years ago? Why, why now did like some law change? Yeah, exactly. Like it became like, I don't know, legal, became legal mm. for our betting, for gambling. And now, now everyone's trying to get you to, to bet on games, bet on plays. Um, and yeah, it was pretty recent. It was in the last couple of years or so. So that there was a, a big change there. And now everyone, everyone's pushing it on you. Commercials, yeah, seg, uh, intermission segments, uh, ads yeah. on the screen. Wayne Gretzky sold out big time. Yeah, Wayne. Just walking Wayne, down. Yeah, I mean, that one, uh, whatever. Like, it's a subtle thing. Wayne's in a nice suit. Looks classy. But, uh, yeah, that's another example. It's everywhere. But mm-hmm. I, I, the worst is when they come on 
like yet this betting expert acts like he's Elliot Friedman out there. Like he's an expert on this sort of thing. And so I was talking about the two to one odds that Connor McDavid's going to get a point. And I was like, yeah, I know, like, I know he's going to get a point. Right. Mm-hmm. Obviously that's a given. It's stupid. I, I'm so tired of it. <laughs> I got some other, some other good ones too. Yeah. Let's hear it right on. Okay. Off. So you're done with the betting. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that's that's the worst of it. That is bullshit. It's crap. I hate it. It's everywhere. There's a couple other things I've noticed watching all the playoff games. So have getting exposed to the different NHL networks or the um, TV networks for the U.S. hockey broadcast. So there's because usually in, in uh, Canada these days, it's a sports net. But in the U.S., you know, you've got like TNT and ESPN. Um, holy crap. I think it's um, it might be ESPN here, which is what I have on the TV right now. The amount of the amount of commentators and analysts they have at any one time during a game is is comical. It's hilarious. Like usually you have at minimum, you have a play by play guy and a color commentator. So you got your Gord Miller and your Ray Ferraro or something like that. That's the minimum. You have two guys, right? Two people. But sometimes they throw in a third guy between the benches, Pierre Maguire. We got Pierre between the benches. What are they saying down there, Pierre? So you go three guys. Okay. Like I can, I can fuck with that. Right. I can keep track of all these people, but then I'm watching these U S hockey broadcasts. They've got people coming out of every corner. They're calling on new people every few minutes. Oh yeah. Uh, Bob, what are they saying? Oh, uh, Leah, um, Tyler. It's like, they have like a play-by-play guy. And then they have a guy in the booth with them, someone in the benches. Then they have like someone off screen and then they call up this Don guy, the rules analyst coughing like um, NFL. Yeah. And he comes in and it is like, his gig is amazing because he comes in like he's, he doesn't know where he is or he just woke up. He's kind of like, they're like, Don, what do you think of this call? Uh, or what do you think they're reviewing here? And he comes in uh, and he's just like, if you ask someone off the street, what he was thinking? Mm-hmm. And he gives, he's like wrong three quarters of the time. Like, <laughs> no. He'll be like, yeah, I think they're going to overturn this. And then, you know, they're, they're probably not going to, if he's saying that they're going to go opposite of it. And right. he really, he's hilarious. Like he comes in a couple times a game, I don't know what kind of salary he's making. He's probably killing it. He gets some FaceTime and uh, he gets it wrong all the time. He acts like he doesn't know. He's not watching. I don't think he's watching the game. Like, I think he kind of is watching the other game or watching something else. And then Mm. he gets called into play and he's like, oh, like, uh, oh, yeah. (laughs) And he just makes something up on the spot. Is he like very confident in his analysis too? He's, um, he is in a way, but he's not, uh, he's not like overconfident. He's not like where he comes in and he's cocky. He's like, yeah, this is totally, uh, what they're reviewing right now, mm. but he's kind of, he's kind of got this calming confidence. So he comes in he's like, yeah, they're reviewing the play for offside. Um, you can see here, his skate just goes over the line and, uh, and then he'll be all wrong. But he will, he'll, once he picks, uh, he makes a call, he'll stick with it, but he'll be, he'll be wrong. That's almost guaranteed. I think ESPN just needs some live podcasters to add to their roster of analysts so. out there. You know, like why stop at like 10 people? You they, can have 12. I, it's hilarious. I just, 
there's new names being brought up every every stoppage in play. I'm what? Mm-hmm. Like, do we really like we've got I didn't think you needed more than one play-by-play person because you have the or one color color commentator. So you usually have the guy, oh, he's McDavid's got the puck, he shoots it in, and then there's a whistle. And the other guy jumps in, he's like, Yeah, uh McDavid just skates the puck up the ice really well and he shoots it in and he's got a nice shot there. But then they call and then they'll have someone else come in and he'll no, that didn't happen. He fluttered it up the ice and then he passed it in. And it's just now you've got you've got too many people describing the same <laughs> yeah. damn thing that's going on. Too many cooks. And then you got Don coming in a few times a game, just woke up. <laughs> I, I don't know. It's hilarious. That one, that one's um, more of an observation rather than a rant. It's not on the yes. betting level that the betting grinds my gears. I thought you were I thought you had the NHL network. So why are you watching all these different different like I networks? do not have NHL network. Oh, he's going off the streams. Yeah, yeah. I keep that hush hush, but yeah, and I'll I'll stumble on, depending. I mean, depending on the series, they have different networks covering the series, and then there's usually a couple options there as well. And so I've been, uh, yeah, I've, I've I've had exposure to three or four uh, different versions. That's good. And, I've been using uh, SportsSurge.net. If yeah. anyone needs a. Good streaming service for the playoffs. You know, they've been pretty good. Love to save some money, not not paying, you know, what paying is it, the 15 man. bucks a month. Yeah, paying the fuck. They get man. enough from all this gambling. I know. Not us watching it just makes turns me into a gambling addict. I don't know who that bald guy is, though. Like I've never seen him in my that's the thing with these gambling ads. They bring in people that have never been part of the game or the league at all they don't know a goddamn thing someone they get they went to the local nino and brought in your local Mo. yeah they they go over to they go big big, big sean verb and mo out here and they're your espn betting analysts yeah what a job that would be just <laughs> someone to crunches the numbers for you they do the odds and you just talk about it yeah yeah, uh, yeah two to one yeah, I don't get it. like this podcast I listen to. They bring on this guy and they're like, what are the odds that this happens? And he's like, well, the odds are right here. They're seven to one. And uh, that's about it. And you don't really get anywhere. Nothing to add there. What do you think of the, the drinking game odds? Does that do anything for you or do you hate it as well? Uh, well, you guys introduced me to that. Like I had never uh, heard of that until I started hanging out with your crew. Mm. Um, that being said, um, I don't, I don't hate it. It might nowadays, it might kind of, um, it might, um, set me off. Yeah. Just get triggered. Yeah. Right. Trigger, trigger me. Like a little snowflake you are. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So the other hockey item is I've noticed, I guess this has been happening like my whole life, but I only noticed that um, on my big flat screen is that there's a lot of people chewing gum out there. What do you think about that? There are a lot of people? Yeah. I, what do I don't know. Like, I've seen at least it, a couple it, players. Oh, of course, it's like the coaches is the classic, yeah. you know, chewing gum. I respect that. But in the stands, is that what you're getting at? Just chewing a pack of gum? No, players on the ice. Players. Skating around. Huh. Yeah, I guess I have noticed that. And I never, never really thought twice. I always kind of assume they're like chewing on, I always see them chewing on their mouth guards. Mm. Yeah, but, they do that, but they're chewing. Like, I think just in the flames, 
um, Oilers series. I've seen uh, Chris Danov last game, and I, I want to say like Brett Ritchie. Mm. Interesting. Maybe they just spit it out at strategic times, like you know, like right in front of their own goalie, so they can like slow down the puck a little bit. I you feel know? like Stick this it. isn't a cartoon, like a kid's cartoon. <laughs> Could uh, someone skate, get stuck in the gum, and they go, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Um, what do I feel about it? Uh, you know what? I think they should step it up. They should go for chewing tobacco. And they should have uh, just a bottle that they spit into on the bench. Yeah, you'd think some people would already do that. Yeah. Just like baseball, you know? Yeah. Sure. Just be so out of breath, though. <laughs> but you have a yeah. mean, mean head rush at the same time. So maybe that helped. Yeah. yeah. You got to be careful of that stuff. Hey, um, Shud, have you been using LinkedIn uh, conversations? Yeah. I've been really? expanding my professional network. Yeah, sure. Yeah. You could say yeah but like, have you been DMing people or have you been um, shifting your conversations over to LinkedIn? Yeah. Um, or shifting yeah. the LinkedIn talk over to your. Uh, yeah, I'm trying text. to slowly rope in a few friends instead of, you know, Messenger, Instagram, text. It's so exhausting. Like, just reach out to me on LinkedIn. Like, my feel like a real professional. And, you know, they have these set messages that you can send people. I know. It's so convenient. It's so convenient. I don't even have to, don't even have to put any effort into it. And <laughs> it, it's like, it doesn't even feel like it just, it knows me so well that. It like it, you probably can't even tell that I'm using the automatic messages. Oh, I couldn't. Mm-hmm. Hi, Kurt. <laughs> How are you? Yeah. Okay. Bye. Bye. Yeah. Oh, I've been having some good ones with a friend of the show, Jeff Kitson. Just, uh, just classic. I mean, it's like <laughs> LinkedIn's gotta gotta be the cream of the pie. You know, Jeff. What do you do? That's good to hear. Then me and you, how was your day? Are you busy? Jeff, goodbye. I'm sorry. Me, that's okay. Have a good day. Jeff, good day. I hope you're doing well. Hi. Like that's the kind of that's the kind of banter that you get on LinkedIn. That that's that's professional. That's how you're professional. That's professional talk. Mm-hmm. That's how you do it. That's how you expand your professional network. I'd yeah. say I don't um I don't comment. Uh, you know, because there's so much crap about on LinkedIn, right? That we went into last time. Right. But so I don't I don't comment on posts too often. But when I do, most of the time I pick one of the uh, predetermined options because they yeah they 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 know me so well. Congratulations or good job. Yeah, incredible. Or and I like the different emojis actually they have because they don't they have like clapping and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Little smiley faces. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they get it. Imagine like the bot just goes horribly wrong and they just like lead you down some strange algorithm where they just start like trash talking someone else's business. And then, you know, they're like, you have like a button for like, I'm going to buy you out, you know, stuff like that. Well, wouldn't you notice when you're pressing these buttons? Yeah, but you just, (laughs) we're going to get so used to it being like so lazy. pressing buttons and not really paying attention. Yeah. Fuck you, Pikdo. Fuck you, button. See where that takes you. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, men's grooming. Um, not exactly a uh, a new topic on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I want to talk about 
some grooming stuff. So, um, um, I've got a few to, items. Do you need to groom me? Is that the, is um, that the situation here? What are we, what are we dealing with? I mean, are you asking me? Yeah. No, no, I don't. I mean, I don't think I have to. Do you want me to? <laughs> oh yeah. Sure. Get on <laughs> no. So I was, so the, the, I got a couple things going on here. So it's a, it's hot boy summer here. Um, we wanted to get our ginger ales on and our tanning oil on. Mm. And, and I've experimented with the, um, with uh, shaving the chest and stomach area. Okay. And, but now I'm thinking of just uh, running with it this summer. So like before I'd done it, um, like once every few months or several months. And I was like, cause I did it for like the first time two or three years ago, I want to say, and I was like, huh, so that's what that's like, that's what that looks like. And, uh, but now like recently I'm thinking I, I might just run with this, this and get all oiled up. I want to look like I was thinking on the way here to the studio, I want to look like a, uh, like a, a grown tanned baby. Like uh, you think of that, smooth hairless baby skin baby's bottom and then you blow them up the opposite of honey i shrunk my kids the baby and then that's me of course a little bit more tan though with the tanning oil oh yeah i'm confused because i thought you said you're gonna let it go let the let the body hair go no stomach oh hair. like say goodbye i guess oh. that's like like i think you can let it grow out no i mean that's mm. how normally it is right right i'm thinking of um of keeping up the routine this summer and keeping it uh, fairly bare or trimmed hairless. Yeah. Like a hairless cat. Mm-hmm. What do you think about those? Those are so ugly. Yeah, they are ugly. Okay. I, I don't like those. I don't cats. know. Why do people get those little <laughs> ugly things? Yeah. Okay. But uh, back to the grooming. So I'm thinking of, of doing that. Um, I guess first question is, what do you think? Yeah. First question. Um, I think, you know, my, you know, my You're stance, all natural. I'm all natural. I like having the, like having the body hair, the chest hair, you know, uh, I'm a man, you know, I'm a man and I'm not gonna, not gonna shave it away. That's for sure. Right. Yeah. Okay. So then, um, what do you think about, so, so then done with the chest there, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try, I think shaving the way to go. Although I was wondering, have you used, uh, did you ever happen to have a mishap with hair removal cream or have you used that before? No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> hair removal cream up? sounds like it would be sketchy as because like you feel like it, it does. just burns. Did you feel like it just I mean you don't want they say don't put off. it on your balls, don't put it on your face. Yeah. Um keep it like below the shoulders because it will it'll fuck you up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you should try it. You should do like I mean I'm half do it for the pod curd. Do half hair removal cream and then half manual shaving. Well, it sounds like convenient if it works, mm-hmm. like on the chest or, or back. So the next is the back. I have the random ass this long back hairs, right? So oh, it's, it's not it's not patches. It's not a full on lawn back there, but you just have one hair, then another hair and then another hair kind of scattered. And so uh, but it's really hard to get rid of them yourself. Like I was just doing it today. And it's extremely hard because it's like, um, there's blind spots back there. I can't see everything and Mm. I can't, there's all, I also can't like reach every, everywhere, every which direction. So I, I've actually tried a few different things. Like I've got 
I've got tweezers that works if you do a like small amount of hair, cause it can start getting painful if you're plucking off like a hundred hairs and you can only reach so far, but what about like an electric shaver? So I, I was trying that. So I, then I went to wax. I'll get to the shaver. I went to mm-hmm. wax mm-hmm. cause I have these wax strips, but it really helps when you have someone to, to put that on for you. Cause I'm, you think, imagine this, like I'm putting these wax strips on my back and I got to stick them on. That's the first step, which is hard enough if they're in a, in the center of your back or kind of in the corner. And then you also have to have enough force and get your, the right, uh, get your, the right position in there so you can rip it off. So that's pretty tough. Yeah. You're, you're, you're washing and drying out there. You know, you're a single man. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. And so that's tough. So then I I'm doing it the best I can. I got the tweezers out. I got, I got these wax strips. I'm ripping them off, but they're kind of all over the place. You can't really position it the way, way you want to. And then you can't really rip it with full force. And then I'm dangling my electric razor to try and get the last couple that are bothering me. They're standing out and that it's kind of like, I don't, that's tough too. Cause you almost you need to, I've seen other products out there. They've got like, uh, like these big back scratcher type razors that have like an extension rod on them. Cause Ooh. that's what you need basically. Yeah. Can't, can't reach back there. Yeah. It's I like that. It's tough. So have we decided is back hair, like definitely a no go. Like we're not, I'm, we're not happy with it. I'm not happy with it. I don't like it. I I mean, it's not too bad because it it is really just the odd hair. So like, you're not Mm going to notice um, a lot of the time, but um, yeah, I got, I I got some solid patches back there. Okay. I gotta, yeah, I gotta keep an eye out on that. You know, as far as my uh, male grooming standards go, I gotta, gotta get those out of there. So you're going to do the hair removal? Uh, I've been doing the electric, electric shaver, like the, over the, over the shoulder, yeah, but what like, if you have like weird spots on your back? Yeah, it's mostly it's confined to like the top okay. um five inches or so. That helps, yeah. So I can definitely I can reach it all right now oh, as it stands. That's um, good. at least the long ones are just all at the top. So that that definitely helps. So it's kind of like just at the shoulders for now. Yeah, that that's pretty good. Mm-hmm. But there's gonna be a day where it, it keeps on going down, and I don't know what I'm gonna do. Maybe we should um like form a pact like i'll scratch your back if you scratch mine except we're we're waxing or shaving each other's backs how um how how long does a back wax last um i don't know um i don't know i'm sure it would last at least a few weeks before you start to notice some little hairs Mm -hmm. popping out Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay Okay. Yeah, I mean, because I could pay a professional, like when I got my butthole right. waxed, which I haven't done in, in a long time now. That's mm-hmm. what I was going to get to next, so it's a good transition. But you know, we're we're the money making podcast. We're trying to um, you know save some Canadians some money here. Yeah, you know, I've never never tried a wax strip before. DIY. So I've, I've kind of been. I'm curious. I'm curious what it would uh, what the sensations like. I think that would be nice. If I, I think it would be nice, enjoyable to mm-hmm. do it uh up there mm-hmm. all right yeah, yeah let's do it you want to do a wax yeah yeah oh, yeah just to, uh, get the shoulders it? yeah we'll uh get the shoulders going here okay like yeah. do you want me to do it or uh yeah yeah you do mine i do yours oh okay okay yeah. sure yeah we'll get together and do that and tan up mm-hmm. um, yeah get the tanning oils going 
So the last thing I was really curious about was armpit hair. Oh yeah. Armpit hair is so bizarre, but it's hidden in there. So I don't even have time. I don't even notice it to even, uh, to even think how, how, how bizarre it is. But I, I went to town on it a little bit. I pulled out the scissors and the <clears throat> electric razor just to shorten it. Like I'm not on fucking stubble or anything, but I, I trimmed it just to see what it felt like. I was like, why am I not, if I'm doing all this other stuff, why don't I take a look in here and, and kind of trim it back? Cause it, you know, I'll be wearing a tank top and I'll be all tanned up, oiled up and my armpit hair might be sticking out out of my oh. armpits it's so long so i thought i would uh, try it out so that was just today seems to be okay um we'll see that that's pretty simple like uh, the armpit hair oh okay i think that's out of the th- three things we've talked about today that's got to be the most important folks you gotta give your deodorant gotta give your antiperspirant a chance you gotta give it a chance and you, it, they don't have a chance when there's too much armpit hair in the way oh Okay. You know, like it just like if it gets too long, it just kind of sits, just sits in the hair. It doesn't get to your your sweat glands where it has to do the work. Right. Right. Yeah. yeah. You got to You got to trim that back for sure. You know, and that's an easy one because it's not like anyone notices this. Right. No. You know, unless that it's like, easy. yeah, unless it's atrociously long. Like, yeah, just uh, yeah, just quick snip, snip. So you've done it. Oh, yeah. Doing I've been regular? doing that. I've been doing that for a good 10 years. Oh, 15 to 15 years, maybe. Holy crap. Yeah. 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 First time today. I'm a first timer. Wow. Yeah. It's um, something. Uh, you yeah, just something pure scissors. Uh, yeah. Scissors or sometimes, yeah, you get the electric shaver if you're feeling like you got to do a quick job. Because well, like, it's like, oh, it kind of gets fucked. It gets like, it's like bedhead in there. Right. Mm. It gets, it gets all every which direction. It gets flattened to my, underneath right. my arm and mm. it's kind of shooting out in every direction. Yeah. So it yeah, can be hard true. to get gather it all for the scissors, but mm-hmm. yeah. you know, it can be, you know what, it, it can be even be a bit of a half job. No, one's going to notice. Like you just go in there, you're just, you're pulling out the weeds, you know, you're just, just quick, you know, you're done within 30 seconds kind of thing. 30 seconds per arm, I'd say. That's a, that's how you know you're doing it right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, real quick. Oh, but anyways, yeah, good. Uh, are we the male hygiene podcast now? Like, do you have any skincare products that we we're, always have we're trying to sell here? So skincare products, like you got to moisturize yourself. You mm, stay moist. Got to moi. Um, I would recommend wearing... A little bit of sunscreen if you're out in the sun especially on your face or use uh, something like maybe a moisturizer that has a little bit of uh, spf in there um you don't want to uh to get that leather face so you want to you want to stay moist you want to stay supple um so i'd say that um skin i don't know i'm not i would just yeah i don't really have a huge recommendation on skin I use toner, but I don't really know if it's doing anything. What does toner do? Yeah, that's that's what I'm saying, right? Yeah. I think yeah. it like, I don't know, it wipes the oil off. I'm an oily guy. Mm. Like I'm an oil, that's before tanning oil. I'm an oh, oily yeah. guy. Like I am an oily guy. My face gets oily. My hair gets oily. I get oily. And I think it, it helps like remove kind of dirt and oil. What if you um, put but, more um, oil on there to counteract your natural oil right like fight oil with oil yeah well i think it would just 
like do the oil challenge like just wake up and just like uh, oh yeah but like bio oil you know just just pour it all over yourself you know the the greeks used to just uh pour olive oil all over themselves before dinner time right yeah so it makes the dinner more delicious yeah they're very advanced you smell good um you know you got your coconut oils your olive oils you know great great stuff yeah i'm probably just not gonna do that that one the coconut oil is uh can be a good um skin hair it can be a good treat it's it's like windex it's good good for everything windex and uh wd-40 you put Mm. that on a wound um magic yeah oh yeah okay so speaking of shaving i'm gonna switch from the the shaving with the, you know, the 360 shaving my head, that is with the 360 oh. kind of, um, Oh, to the straight razor about? or the, yeah, yeah, to the yeah, manual. I'm going manual now. That's like prison shaving. Yeah. hundred <laughs> percent. So I'm switching it up. You I'm should like, uh, I'm at that point every time brain. and put it on Instagram as a <laughs> Instagram story. I'm at, yeah, time. that's a good idea. You know, I'm, I'm at that point in my, uh, ball trajectory where you're looking at photos, you're like, oh, Jesus, like it's, it's retreated, you know, like maybe the stubble, the stubble look was good for a bit, but now I gotta, I think it might, my time is now just to get it as short as humanly possible every time. The VIN. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Diesel. That's right. That's right. So yeah, no more, maybe a little, little stubble game, but not as Use long. Use cream. Yeah. I said not on your head. <laughs> Well, not on your face. I don't know about the head. Yeah. Oh, could you imagine more research? Bring more fucking patches into my head. (laughs) Just like a little zebra out there. Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Switch into the manual blades. Uh, I feel like it's going to look sick. Like, I feel like it's just. Country DJs knows that I'm an outlaw. They'd never come to see me in this dive. Cowboys who are laughing at the hippies who are praying they'll get out of here alive. Loudmouth in the corners getting to me. Talking about my earrings and my hair. I guess he ain't read the signs that say I've been to prison. Someone ought to warn him before I knock him off his chair. Cause I can sing all them songs about 